Today on the news and why it matters, uh, Mark Zuckerberg hit with really, really intense and intellectual questions from members of Congress. Also, the latest Democratic presidential candidate to drop out of the race. Oh, wah, wah. Got a lot to get into. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by Stubergear, uh, Jeremy Dice from First Liberty. Moving up to the second chair, first time. <laughs> That's because I'm here. Yeah, yeah that is really <laughs> right. Jeff Fisher of Chewing the Fat with Jeff Very Fisher. Good. I just thought that you should be in direct eyesight with Stu. Either that or oh. I asked for him to be as far away as possible. <laughs> One or the other. I was just trying to cover Thank for you, you but... That. Well, guys, thanks for uh, just knocking me down. <laughs> Got a lot to get into, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Uh, so, Relief Factor is there for all of you who just walk around in constant pain. You're just like, well, this is life and it sucks. Uh, and maybe you're grouchy with your spouse or your kids, and you know you can't pick up your grandchildren, uh, whatever the case may be, because are you, this is you, Jeffy. That's my you've life. Gotten to that's that my age, life right? Oh, I mean, you had an injury. Yeah, that's it. I had an injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, Relief Factor works because it targets the inflammation in your body, which is the root cause of the pain. So you don't have to mask it with prescription drugs, uh, and you don't have to, more importantly, just walk around thinking that life is just gonna be full of pain all the time. You gotta try Relief Factor. Get the three-week quick start pack for $19.95. The majority of people who buy that keep buying more because it's working for them and it's changed their life. You can change your life too, but you gotta go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384. That is relieffactor.com. Get you that quick start pack. I always, it's hard for me to say quick start, quick start. Quick start pack. Quick start pack. It's hard. It's a tongue twister. But I did it. I just had to slow down. Uh, So yesterday, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, he faced some intense questioning from the House Financial Services Committee. Wasn't it intense? Oh, so intense. Um, intense. It it was over six hours of questioning over their proposed cryptocurrency Libra. Um, let's, let's just, let's start with Representative Joyce Beatty, who wanted to ask uh, Mark Zuckerberg about Facebook's uh, interest in civil rights and African-Americans. I'm not sure what that has to do with it, but let's watch anyway. The other was around setting up a civil rights task force. And, and who's on the civil rights task force? Sheryl Sandberg is the person who, who's... She's well, civil rights. Okay, we know Sheryl's not really civil rights, so I'm trying we to do. help you here. It's she's so a COO, and yeah. I don't think there's anything, and I know Sheryl well, about civil rights and her background. So come better than that for me, if we're going to talk civil rights. And this is what's so frustrating oh to me. It's almost like you think this is a joke. Yes. When you have ruined the lives of many people, discriminated against them. Do you know what percentage of African Americans are on Facebook in comparison to majority folks? Do you know what the percentages are? Majority folks. People using the Facebook. Yes. Do you know what the percentages are for African Americans? I don't because we don't collect the races of people. Well, it, 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 it came out in a report in the Pew the Research uh, Center. <laughs> That was sent to you. So maybe you just don't read a lot of things that deal with civil rights or African-Americans. Oh. Just awful. 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 
I love I love just the look on her face that she's like, oh, I've really got you yeah. now. I'm going to turn my head like this. Yeah, I've got you now. What do you have to say, Mark? Yeah. Oh, like she's making to, some amazing point. Trying to get point. street with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> this is the football player that uh, picks the ball up, runs in for a touchdown, and realizes he ran into the wrong end zone. <laughs> that is who she is. I mean, that is legitimately one of the dumbest collection uh, of logic that you could ever imagine. <laughs> like, there's just... N- I mean... She obviously knows this is an insane thing to say. The, the idea that he didn't, he didn't read one poll means he doesn't care about civil rights and African Americans. He doesn't read a lot about them because there's one poll he was sent that he didn't read. Well, his inbox is probably very empty. Yeah, he not a lot. He doesn't of, get much mail. He's actually so. running a business that employs people. I mean, I can't believe I, I want to friggin' defending Mark Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> Congress is so bad, they make you like Mark Zuckerberg. It's an impossible task. I mean, uh, the entire thing was pretty much, I mean, you summed it up as a pretty much this collection of dumb thoughts. Yeah. Was, I mean, he somehow like got through the, his entire testimony without using the word dummy. Which I don't know how. He deserves an what award for, like, really. Look, dummy. We don't even collect that information. Like, how does she not know? I just love the fact he's sitting there with this look on his face like, I think I'm supposed to be insulted. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on, though. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to preface everything by congressman, congresswoman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, mother may I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he does look legitimately, and I think he is legitimately perplexed, as because there's no, like, he's there to try to actually answer these questions. And he's talking about an internal task force. They put their, like, the biggest name in the company on an internal task force. That shows that they are Mm -hmm. putting some uh, attention, probably completely undeserved. And, look, Facebook has ruined a lot of lives, but it's the people that are on Facebook whose (laughs) lives have been ruined, not the people who aren't on it. African Americans are benefiting if they're going on a lower rate. It's terrible. They're going around forcing people to get on Facebook. That's That's never occurred. Yes, I mean, it's horrible. (laughs) You have not seen Facebook in your neighborhood? My friend knocking on doors, forcing people to join. Okay, whatever. Jeremy, how racist is it on a scale of one to ten to say that Cheryl, whatever her last name is, Sandberg, uh, is cannot be on a civil rights task force because she's white? I guess it's on the level of crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, goodness sakes, you're asking if Facebook is collecting information based upon people's races to make racial decisions on that. I is mean, that even legal? I. I'm guessing that's not exactly legal to, to be doing that. Doesn't that go against some sort yeah, of civil rights I, act somewhere? That you I mean? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure that they look on Facebook. If you want to advertise to left-handed truck drivers that like Snickers bars, you can probably do it. Sure. But I don't know exactly how that that system works. That algorithm works to find all that information. I have no idea. But I think that's the point of some of this inquiry. But to just come out and say, yeah, well, if you're white, you don't really care about civil rights. You know, come on, be nice. Just, just be nice. At the very yeah, because least. there were no white people who were helping uh, blacks during the civil rights era, right? There, no, no one helped them. It you was come just... at me with better than that. <laughs> Does that really help the discussion on race whatsoever? I don't know. Well, I, what's no, interesting too is, is he says no, it's not, and he, and he says no, we're not collecting that data, and it's like. We're not collecting that data because we don't care about race like you do. Well, I felt yeah. like she was going to come back and say, well, you should be. Yeah. Right? It's and like <laughs> we, we don't view everything through a racial lens. Why the hell would we be collecting that? I mean, I'll be a little skeptical of Mark. I'm pretty sure they could piece together the race. Of the, I think I, like, so, too. I, I don't know. I, I'm not on Facebook I mean, a lot, if you but list like, it, is there right, a, on your, can't you click a button that yeah, says I'm your sure race? You probably I'm could. Sure I'm sure you can. So. Well, if you can choose from 49,000 different genders, why can't you choose whatever race you are? And I think that algorithm is probably going to be pretty good if you can pick, you know, the left-handed truck driver who likes Snickers, probably can pick out who the African-Americans Okay, but, but to your point, mm-hmm. 
Like, yes, could he probably compile that data if he wanted to? Sure. But, but would he? He's not right? Rec- right. Like he's not. They're not recruiting people to go. Like people are signing up willingly. It, right. Like if it's just a service that people like, don't like. I, I had a uh, a friend who worked at a fast food restaurant, and he assured me without with a hundred percent certitude. He worked there for like five years. He said only white people like mayonnaise. <laughs> now I had no idea. Is that true? It may be true. I have no idea. But he told me do only like what I do like mayonnaise. <laughs> I think it's there freaking delicious. But have but you ever ordered it at his fast food restaurant? <laughs> I, but I, hold on. I don't know. That's a good point. I like mayonnaise, too. Uh, well, you're pretty, pretty much white. Uh, you count for white because you're a Republican. <laughs> um, but uh, but like, I'm not saying it actually is true that only white people like mayonnaise. Um, but... <laughs> But, like, maybe black people don't like Facebook as much, right? right. Like, it might just be something like that. Maybe they don't. I know I don't like Facebook, and I'm white. Um, but, you know, there are things that some people like and some people don't like. That It's not a problem with Facebook if African Americans are not signing up at the same rate. Like, that is the choice of African Americans to not waste their entire lives on Facebook. It's a good choice. Well, he wasn't just questioned about um, African Americans. He was also questioned about all different kinds of intersectionality groups and how he employs them and works with them. It's uh, supposed to be a cryptocurrency, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. A proposed cryptocurrency. Thank you for that great <laughs> reminder. Um, so here's Al Green. He's just going to blow your mind. Watch. Is it true that global corporations make up the association? Congressman, the the association is made of uh, today twenty one companies and nonprofit organizations as well. He wins every one of these points. Of the twenty one, how many are headed by women? Uh, Congressman, I do not know the answer to that off the top of my head, but I can wow. get it for you. Well, I believe you can get it, Mr. Zuckerberg, but I, one would assume that you would know who heads these corporations. Why are you asking him? Why that are, you are going <laughs> right. to be running this global company? Well, he's showing Mark Zuckerberg. Um, he's so stupid. How many knowing. of them are minorities, Mr. Zuckerberg? Can you ask this question a little uh, slower? Congressman, I, I, <laughs> I do not know off the top of my head. Yeah. Medication was kicking in. Are there any members of the LGBTQ plus community? associated with this association, Mr. Zuckerberg? Uh, Congressman, I, I don't know the answer. What? This one definitely, it would be illegal for him to, to get that information from, many of that, if in fact we have all these different Title VII requirements, right? Right. I'm not discriminating based on race and age and ethnicity and all these things and sex. And if you include all the sexual orientations under sex, like they're trying to do right now, for him to actually maintain that information could actually be a violation right. of employment law. Because now we're talking about Facebook's employees. <laughs> and so now they're saying, hey, why don't you know all this information that you're not allowed to ask for? Yeah. But like if sl- he is... <laughs> Part of the <laughs> corporation. Like, stay out. Shouldn't he? <laughs> Wait, hold on. We have to stay half an hour until Jeffy finishes. No. <laughs> stay out. Who yeah. these people are? Stay out of our bedrooms. Right. Except 
you should really know what all of your employees uh, are doing in their bedrooms. And I think he's talking. I think actually he's asking about the association of fact checkers, which was another part. There was a thing yeah. that AOC was asking about earlier. Yes. Totally separate companies <laughs> and nonprofits, as he said. Not even Facebook. Correct, right? dude. So he like, what is he going to do? Hey, we're we're going to see. You guys look like you fact you check uh, facts pretty well, but we wanted to see. Uh, what do you guys, who do you like to have sex with? Uh, before before we book you for this gig, we just want to make sure you're having a sex with en- enough different genders. It's, 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 Shouldn't it's, you know Mrs. Zuckerberg? No, I, no. Um, you know, look, it is a, you know, this is what it boils down to. This is a, about cryptocurrency. They're asking about the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and like, if you got a problem with this this association of supposedly nonpartisan journalist uh, organizations, go bring that person up and ask them who they have in their organization. It's and like this is all somehow predicated on the idea that Facebook is a right wing organization, which is yeah. bonkers. Are we really concerned that the fact checkers are not having enough progressive individuals right. on them? Yeah, you know they do. Sick. And if this this idea of this independent oversight board that Facebook has put together, which is guaranteed to look worse than the United Nations and the bar scene from Star Wars combined <laughs> in the future, if that's not enough to scare you anyway, mm. I mean, in the future, that's what's going to happen. Look, they ran off. Google tried something like this before, and they ended up running off K. Cole James from Heritage Foundation because she was so conservative. Mm-hmm. They actually used the, the system to get her off the board because that African-American how many <laughs> well, others? It, well, and AOC even... catch up eventually. She had, to, the, to your point about the fact checkers, AOC made the brilliant point um, that, that the Daily Caller mm. is a fact checker and how well could they, yeah, how yeah. could they be an independent fact checker when they obviously have well-known ties to white supremacy? What? Well, her, her whole problem is not that they have fact checkers, but that Facebook isn't doing the fact checking. Right? Right. 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 Mark, if you're not shutting off my opponents, what's your problem? You need to stop people from lying about me on Facebook. Mm, or yeah. just that, telling that, the that's truth. Yeah, and uh, you know the AOC thing is fascinating. First of all, she reads the question about the Daily Caller. Then when, when Zuckerberg, again, with so much more knowledge about the situation than the people that are questioning him, it informs her that he doesn't pick them. This is a separate organization. No, she knows more about Facebook than he does. She knows oh, more about everything course, than everything. anyone else. Um, and you could see her brain trying so hard to come up with a follow-up <laughs> question. It's really ugly to watch. Um, but, like, you know, this is a, a situation where she is trying to corner him and has... Almost no information about the thing she's asking about, mm-hmm. and like it says on my sheet here that this is a yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm surprised to see it. I mean, you know, she, uh, she, she look. AOC is not. I know, yeah, because she read, and I was surprised to see that she could read. because oh. <laughs> uh, she read the first question. And Shame on you. Shame on you. I that's do. that's too much. Is, is it? Is no. it? Is it now? No. Is it? <laughs> I don't think it is. Never Agree. Too much show. <laughs> okay. <sir>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back in a minute. <laughs> you do a good Al Green impression. That is. That is pretty good. To be fair, a little fast. Probably not that hard. Yeah. Probably not that hard. Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Um, so for those of you who are shooters out there, who all of you should be uh, exercising your Second Amendment rights, iTarget Pro is there for people who don't always have time to get to the range. Maybe you're tired of just paying for range fees and ammunition because ammunition that really adds up. Like one trip to the range. It's expensive. It's super expensive. One trip to the range, like you could already have paid for an iTarget Pro in 
one freaking trip. That's how expensive all of these fees are. Now, obviously, you want to go to the range every once in a while, but iTarget Pro you can use in the comfort of your own home. And as an added bonus, you're not shooting holes through your walls and your couches and your televisions. Love the, the, the so comfort of your own home. That one always just gets me in. Someone just sitting on their couch, bang. We do it. <laughs> we do it. We've done it. We, my husband and I do it. Um, I finally, I introduced my, uh, my seven-year-old to my 380. He had never seen it before, and I let him use iTarget. Uh, and actually, he's a pretty good shot, so I'm going to watch out for that one. <laughs> um, so, it, honestly, it's really great. You get to dry fire, so, and that's really where you learn your gun. You learn the pull of the gun. You learn trigger control. Uh, you can go to iTargetPro.com. Get 10% off right now with free shipping uh, with promo code NEWS. That is iTargetPro.com. Be one of the cool kids and get yourself a laser bullet because nothing sounds cooler. Home. Nothing, yeah, nothing sounds cooler than a laser bullet in the comfort of your own home. iTargetPro.com, promo code NEWS. Uh, we have breaking news on this James Younger case oh. that we discussed yesterday. He's supposed to be on the radio with us tomorrow, by the way, the dad. The dad, Jeff Younger. So um, James Younger was, of course, he, well, he is, uh, the seven-year-old who the, his parents are, were in a custody dispute because the mom wants to transition the seven-year-old into uh, a female using, what, puberty blockers, hormone, medication, a medical transition. Yeah. Um, and the That's dad... has been going on for years Yes. Now, I mean. And the dad said, no, I don't want to do that. A jury earlier this week ruled that the mother would have sole managing conservatorship over, uh, over the child, but the judge actually overruled that decision. The judge, yeah. really? yes, wow. just now, uh, like, this is breaking news, the judge ruled that uh, they will still maintain joint managing conservatorship over the child and that he will also have, you know, the same rights still, that she has though, to make these that, decisions. How does that end up working when I we're mean, talking about how does it ever? How does it ever end up working with two Not divorced well. parents who have joint conservatorship, but Whoa. it is at least a step in the right direction that the judge went against the jury and said that the mother doesn't just have free reign yeah, to just, just do it herself. Right, to just turn this kid into a girl. It's still obviously a big time question as to what happens mm-hmm. here, but I mean, the, the story, you know, as a as you kind of zoom out a little bit, is, is just completely insane. Uh, you know, with the idea that she, the mom um, wanted to push this kid into being a girl mm-hmm. um and her initial uh, uh request from the, from her son was that he wanted his name to be starfire which is like a cartoon character yeah and she said no 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 it's got to be luna and they became, they settled on luna and it's like well if you if he you can't trust the kid to make up his own name. Luna. How can you possibly trust him to make up a, a, a gender switch that's a permanent? Because he can always switch his name later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you make permanent changes to your body, you can't you can't undo. So it. I could pick a different My Little Pony if I wanted. You to. could. Okay. You could. Okay. Well, I want to bring um, you gentlemen into the conversation. Um, but there was some heartbreaking footage that was released of James at three years old telling his father that his mom said he was a girl. Uh, you're a boy, right? No. I'm a girl. Who told you you're a girl? Mommy. <clears throat> when did she tell you you were a girl? Because I love girls. Oh, I see. So mommy told you you're a girl? Uh-huh. Um, any, does mommy um, do anything else like with a girl with you? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like dresses. What, what does she do? She do. <clears throat> Comes in front of me. She puts dresses on you? Oh, wow. 
And what else does she do? She buys my headbands. Uh huh. And she, and <coughs> and she gets me hair clips. Oh, hair clips. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else? Some microphones. What else? Like a skeleton. Does she do anything with your fingers? Yeah. What? She paints my nails. So that, why does she do that? Because I love like nail polish. Oh. So mommy puts you in a dress and puts nail polish on you? Mm -hmm. And And what does mommy tell you? She tells me I'm a girl. Oh, okay. Do you think you're a girl? Uh-huh. You do? Is that why you wear this, so that you can have long hair? Mm -hmm. Okay. Jeremy, the mother is a pediatrician. Uh, are we in trouble when it comes to trusting our medical community? Oh, man. This, I hate this story so much. I hate having to even talk about it because it's, just, it's painful. I mean, that mm -hmm. little kid mm -hmm. stuck between two people that just can't get along. I mean, th there's more to this than just the transgender transition here. There is a family that is broken apart. This is not how it was supposed to be. This is not the design. These two young boys that were conceived through IVF, um, family that broke apart as soon as they were born, basically, mm -hmm. and are now going to be stuck in courts until they're adults and can fend for themselves. And now we're talking about whether or not this young man's going to be allowed to maintain his own biological sex without any consent of his own, could be chemically castrated because his mother has this idea that he should quote transition because he saw Starfire on a cartoon show. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's it's the. Just, it's that, painful, and every every aspect of the story is painful. Uh, so yeah, I think we are in a lot of we're in a world of hurt if we can't trust our pediatricians. Who I think she actually had a picture of her and her son, the boy, mm -hmm. on her pediatrician page as a a way to advertise her services for a while. Uh, it, I went to their, her website actually today just to look at it all, and it says uh, modern parenting, classic medicine, or I something like that. that. Yeah. Modern, modern parenting. parenting. Uh, well, if that's what modern I don't go to my is, pediatrician to tell me how to be a parent. <clears throat> if that's what modern parenting is, yeah. sign me out. I'm, yeah. I'm not up for that one. Uh, Jeffy, no, I, I, saw, I saw a Yelp review too from two months ago that said she could, she wouldn't stop pushing my kid, my boy, to become a girl. Right, and that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, right, it's a Yelp review, so there's a, I don't know. That, there's a, a the. The fine line is, right, I mean, if, if mom wants to dress the kid up as a girl and say that you're a girl and, you know, put fingernail polish on and makeup on, uh, that's one thing. Right? I mean, that's one thing mom being crazy. Now, but when you're talking about the medication mm -hmm. and uh, actually going through the physical process of it, I mean, that... That is way beyond what I would allow. I'm glad I'm not the father. Of that. And don't forget, these are twin boys that are at stake here. One is and one is not, according to the mother. Matt Walsh wrote the other day that this is like some new form of Munchausen syndrome, right? Yeah. Where you make up diseases that your kids have and it ultimately leads to their demise. That's not a bad. That's call. not a bad analysis. No, it's not. That's not a bad call. That she's actually, is she hoping that she is she wishing that she would had a girl instead exactly. of a boy and is just living that out? I don't know, but there, why are we not asking, why is the society not asking more questions than mom? We're just assuming right. that mother knows best here somehow, mm -hmm. and I don't think that's accurate. That's not, it's certainly not fair to this kid. Mm -hmm. If he's supposed to be the one to make his own decisions on who he is inside or outside of his body, then why is mom getting to make that decision? Yeah. I'd be fascinated to hear what the, what the dad has to say on where they're going after the judge has ruled uh, that, no, 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 the jury said that the father 
uh, doesn't get anything to do with the kid, and he does, right? So we still have, you know, the dad being involved, but where are we at as far as, yeah. uh, you know, the, the medical castration, the making it into an actual physical female and taking away the male? It's just, just horrible. So that's tomorrow? On uh, Glenn Radio? On Radio, yeah. Okay. And we'll, you know, we'll discuss where the court, you know, the case is going to go. And, yeah. But, I mean, look, bottom line is we have age limits for lots of stuff here in this country. Uh, and there should be one for this. Yeah. He couldn't take aspirin right now yeah. by himself. Back in a minute. Mm. Aspirin. But, yeah, of course, puberty, puberty block is right. no problem. All right. It's almost your final chance to get a ticket for the M1 ball happening this weekend. It is going to be Saturday at the Omni Hotel in downtown Dallas. I'm going to be there emceeing the event. Stu is going to be there. Jeffy's going to be there. Jeremy's not going to be there. Lot which oh. which actually might sell some more tickets. Oh, wow. Oh, ow. <laughs> just, wow. She's not liking it. Man, i got to get back to the third chair. I treated better she, over there. She you wanted can, you straight across You can also right. participate in the, the auction. It's happening now on Mercury One's website. you got to go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball, get you a ticket, a raffle ticket, $100 to win a Mercedes-Benz. You can't beat that. Mercuryone.org. Overtime starts next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Gentlemen, can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, The majority of Americans want the First Amendment rewritten. They say more than 60% of Americans agree on restricting speech in some way. And a slim majority, 51%, want to see the First Amendment rewritten to reflect the cultural norms Mm. of today. Back to modern parenting again. Yeah, Yeah, uh, nearly 60% of millennials agreed that the Constitution goes too far in allowing hate speech in modern America. Uh, And then 48% of Gen Xers and 47% of baby boomers. I totally agree. I think... We allow way too much millennial speech. <laughs> <laughs> You're in favor of re- rewriting it to disallow millennial, millennial. <laughs> millennial speech. Um, so they, the millennials, a majority of millennials supported laws that would make hate speech a crime. And among those, 54% said violators should face jail time. Uh, and it didn't stop there just to make matters worse. A lot of people also want to see a crackdown on the free press. Nearly 60% of respondents agreed that the government should be able to take action against newspapers and TV stations that publish content that is biased, inflammatory, or false. Mm. And then of those people, 46% supported possible jail time. This is the, you, walked, you walked into a little bit of a sticky situation here because you started off with us all feeling really good about how we could all make fun of the left for thinking that hate speech should not be allowed. But then you pointed out a major platform from our wonderful president here who has said that he wants those laws changed, that they can crack down on the media. Mm -hmm. The First Amendment is the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. It's all included there. And uh, it it is important that we keep that as absolutist as possible. I am a complete free speech absolutist. It should not be restricted. Just like, I mean, we're we're talking, we have a a very prominent guest here who would know something about the First Amendment and and, and, and how it's supposed to operate. (laughs) Second chair. That's why why I got second chair today. He definitely Um, wasn't talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's true. I mean, like you you, want to have, uh, I mean, think of what they would do with religion. 
if, if these things started happening. That was actually what surprised me, is that there was no reporting on that. In that, yeah. I would think that would be the first one to go. And I think the only reason for that is likely because most people don't even realize yeah. that that's one of the protections, one of the civil rights is, that are in that amendment is religious liberty. This, this is insanity. I mean, this is, let's, yeah, I want King George back again. Let's right. Bring him back. That, that was a good time. But should we be surprised whatsoever that we have a majority of millennials and others that say, Bernie's my man, I want socialism, and then are we surprised at all when, we say, when they say, oh yeah, in order to support that, we got to have no speech. I've said it before, and I'll say it again here, that if the left gets their way, they can't have any competitor to themselves. They have to be absolutist on things, whether that's through socialism or just traditional progressive liberal doctrine. They can't have any competitor. They can't have anybody above them, certainly, and that's where religion comes in. They can't have, have God saying that there's something above me as, as the politician, but on top of that, they can't have these, these uh, peons and serfs that are supposed to serve them getting in an uprising and saying, I don't like what you have to say. They, they have all kinds of love for the First Amendment when they get to come after Donald Trump and, and mm-hmm. people like me who stand up for religious liberty. But dare we turn around and say, wait a minute, I don't like the way CNN records things. Or, uh, you know, religious liberty is really important. You shouldn't tell celibate nuns that they have to have birth control. Then all of a sudden they've got a big problem with right. that. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this is a problem here. When, when we're going to define hate speech and say you're going to go to a jail for hate speech, well, tell me what is hate speech exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Hate exactly. speech is today what I think it ought to be, yep. Yep. not what is a universal standard. And that's why we've never, A, been able to define it well, nor should we, mm-hmm. because the solution to the speech you don't like is what? More speech that is better than the other one. And why did the, first, why did the founders do this? Because they wanted to have you and I be able to arrive at something we call capital T truth, to understand what is the actual thing here. So... I'm going to get off my soapbox after all that, because you riled me up now. <laughs> oh, it's my fault. Now all of a sudden all it's a woman's we're act- fault. We're actually okay. in a place where we're going to have the word police soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've... Soon? Are exactly. you kidding me? They're really in the. Yeah, they I mean, they're in the UK. We have, this is like the third day in a row we brought up Connecticut, who <laughs> oh, put yeah. people in jail for saying an audio, a terrible word. Um, you know, oh, right. Uh, well, that one, there was bitch, and there was also the N-word. The N-word. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The N-word is basically the worst word. We won't even say the, what the word is, right? right. We're likely that. But even that is protected, um, assuming you're Supposed not using it in a threatening way or a harassing way. It is protected speech. Um, and I think a lot of this comes back, especially with millennials, to the uh, a larger problem, which is they just see everything um, that they don't like and think the only way to stop it is through the government. And, yeah. and, and that's not how this country is supposed to be. You're not supposed to apply government solutions to every one of your problems. I think the same thing is happening here with, um, with impeachment. You know, a lot of people think, well, you know what? I don't think Donald Trump would be a good president. Um, and that, therefore, we have to uh, impeach him. Well, you have a vote. Like, you can just vote the guy out, right? And the reason they don't want that is because they don't trust that others will vote with them. You see, when with the government, they can get whatever they want. If they control the government, they get all the policies they want put, put down, and, and everyone has to agree. When it comes down to people in a free market of ideas, you might get someone who disagrees with you. That side might even win an election on you, and we can't allow that. So we've got to just throw them out of the office instead of just trusting us all to look at this information and factor it into our votes in one year. It's yeah. not like the guy's going to be president for the next 50. It's laziness on a lot yeah. of fronts. Of things. I was advising a client before I came over here today, and without giving away client information or details, suffice it to say there was an official agency that was saying, hey, we welcome you to come on to do this thing. But if you invite them to a religious service afterwards, well, that's a problem. 
how far does your hand reach exactly? Yeah. You can tell people what they can and can't do. It was Alito, Justice Alito, who said in the Obergefell opinion that defined marriage, redefined marriage, he said that, sure, you can have religious liberty as long as they define the way that you have it, but before long is going to be able to whisper within the recesses of your own home, and that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. That's not that was what the freedom to worship idea came about from, from, from that idea. No, religious liberty and speech and other things are something that are not whispered in the back ends of our home in the cover of darkness and maybe just relegated to our own minds before long. <laughs> they start reading those things, who knows what. But right. Well, the whispers all started. Supposed to be in the, public. the whispers started because of the king. Right, yeah. people were whispering in the alleys and behind because of the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like those folks to go to any other country on the planet yeah. and ask, and, and then say the exact same thing. Just yeah. if you're so brave about this issue of hate speech, uh, and, and you're saying there's no problem with it whatsoever, then I, I'd like you to go in the middle of UC Berkeley, right on the quad, and say that I believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. Mm-hmm. And just see, see what, what happens. happens. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that I recommend that, but that's, wow. that's the we, advice that Jeremy we, gives we, you. We dumped that, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so LeBron James, he just can't stay out of the headlines and not for good reasons either. There, It's always bad press that he's getting these days. Uh, of course, he was criticized a couple weeks ago for his statements about China and Hong Kong. Um, now he was caught at a game screaming in the middle of the national anthem watch. Still? I just want to point out they lost that game. Hmm. Uh, That's the number one thing I would like to point out. Um, You know, look, it's a dumb thing to do. With anyone else, I would say... You know, I know who really cares. I know. But LeBron James happens to be the worst person in our society. Uh, so <laughs> this is I the think reason that I <laughs> yes, I know. I, as you know, I'm not a LeBron fan, and no. I do look for reasons uh, as much as possible. Look, and now everyone's on my every er, yes. everyone's on team hate LeBron since his China comments. Which you've is, you've sold you've sold my husband. <laughs> He just said today, he's like, all right, I'm finally with oh, Stu. I used to like him. has been fighting that argument for awful. quite some time. Yeah, no, he <laughs> is legitimately terrible. I mean, you know, he's very selfish, and there's a lot of reasons on the court I don't like him. But the bottom line is what he's done here with China over the past few weeks, you'd think he'd be a little careful during the anthem. It's not the end of the world, no, it but it's just a, it's, it's the sort of thing that if the guy used his noodle at any point in his life, you figure out, you don't do uh, right. The, the national anthem is the time you're the most respectful ever right now for you. Mm-hmm. You're the guy that was praising the Chinese government like right. last week. This is probably a good time. For I don't think you're fully informed on this situation. Mm-hmm. Here. Oh, you, you really haven't done so. I, what actually happened is his, his pre-workout fuel just kicked in <laughs> right in that moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was ready to go, man. It happens. it happens. Well, maybe he needed a little bit more if they lost the game. They did lose the game. Thank you for bringing it back. Uh, to that. <laughs> I, I loved it. And by the way, it was against the Clippers without Paul George. So oh. they have two superstars. One of them wasn't even there and they still lost. Oh, God, I hope they go like 0-82. Every year I hope they go 0-82. <laughs> Jeffy, never happens. But. A lot of people uh, are accusing LeBron of doing this deliberately. Do you think it was deliberate? I feel like probably. I mean, like it's not that big a deal. I feel like it's. I feel like this probably has happened multiple times. Yeah, you see, now everyone's watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And so he's it's such a high profile now that, you know, as the, they're getting ready for the national anthem, is it that big of a deal? Because it's LeBron, yeah, it most definitely is. Yeah, and and if you're on the Stu hate LeBron train, I mean, it absolutely is. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I remember back when we covered um, his his funding for that school. What was yeah. it called? Oh the, yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever. Right, the right, 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 right. Yeah. The, the school of evil. I think it's called. <laughs> 
think that's no, accurate. Yeah, it's not really hard. Um, not to tell you. And but I was like, it looks like it says something else outside, but that's what, that's it, what it means. I, I said, what? Like, what a nice guy. What a cool guy. Oh no. And this one. Oh no. Oh well, he's not. You <laughs> think he's donating all cool. of it? Yeah, he's not. He said it was. He was donating all this money, which yeah, it the wasn't. The taxpayers have well, ended yeah, up he, paying. I mean, he for did it. donate money, but yeah. it, you know, it's yes. going to wind up causing uh, the cost for the taxpayers. I do think, though, there's a there's a similarity here in the way that I treat LeBron James, which is legitimately unfair. Like, I hate the Cowboys <laughs> too. I hate Alabama in college. Like, you get which is uh, also legitimately uh, unfair. Well, no, no, that's orthodox truth. Easier to prove. Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees. Yankees. Hate okay. the Yankees. Good. All right, okay, that's like, fair. So yeah, thank you. And like, and that, I, like, sports is. We all are human beings, right? And inside of us is this thing that we keep applying to politics. That's tribalism, right? Sports is an outlet for tribalism, right? Like, there's no reason I love the Philadelphia right. Eagles like I do. There's no sane reason for I it. I agree. That's true. Exactly. I agree with that one. And there's no reason why I hate the Cowboys other than the fact that they're they're all the worst <laughs> people in the world. Uh, but I uh-huh. mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is tribalism. It's pure, right? Week. I hate yes. LeBron James largely on a like he's proven his case many many times that he's awful but like I really don't like him in a sports sense yeah. you know I mean I'm sure he's a you know a nice guy he seems like a really good dad there's there's things you can say about him but like I look through every story that it features LeBron James I come to it through with an filter. agenda yeah. right? like I do right. I don't like him I don't like his teams I don't like him that's how the media does this with with Donald Trump every single Correct. thing that happens they look at him as I feel about LeBron James and that is not a healthy way for a journalist to approach something. Like, I'm willing to tell you, I don't like LeBron James. I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like Alabama. I don't like the Yankees. And I'm not always going to be fair. I'm coming at it with an agenda. They shouldn't be doing that. And they do. They just, yeah, well, you know, yeah. hey, well, lynching. Uh, well, let's apply that and just say he's a mega racist. Like, they, they know that that's not the real way to treat it. got to be honest, I was not expecting that kind of a truth metaphor to come out on that. That was actually quite profound. Thank that you. Was, that was pretty Thank nice. You. I'll give it that's a minute. I mean, it's hate speech, and it should be banned. Yes, but okay. <laughs> now, there, now you're on, I'm on your there side. Is a hate, is there, there's not a hate LeBron clause. So what, what is it? you coming in through the Jordan lens here, or what's the Well, thing? first of all, is 100% Jordan <laughs> I argue that you're like, oh, is it Jordan or LeBron? Um why are you asking or LeBron? Like, it's Jordan, then there's like seven or eight other guys, yeah. then there's LeBron. If LeBron is in the top ten, well, I'll, I, I, I'd be surprised. You're telling me you wouldn't have that, a yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon in his prime? Yes. Oh. LeBron yes. James? Absolutely. I, of course you want Elijah Like, LeBron is... Okay. I know. I know moving on. Show. Moving on. <laughs> this is your first amendment. Stu, Stu's, yeah. Stu's sports podcast coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> um, Representative Tim Ryan of Ohio. Oh no. Was who? One of you. Thank you. I was waiting for one of you to say who. Oh, he's you sure dropping it's not Ryan out. Tim. No, it's Tim Ryan. It is Tim Ryan. It okay. is Tim Ryan. Uh, dropping out officially of the oh, no. 2020 presidential oh, race. I should have broken that to me. Oh, was, was this the guy that actually made sense at one of those debates? Uh, you thinking of Delaney? Maybe? Yeah. I think yeah. Ryan is actually supposedly one of the most He may have, actually. Candidates. He may have been the guy, maybe. But he yeah, was. I, I think he, was, he's in Maryland. Delaney? No, yeah, no. Delaney's oh, Maryland. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim so, Ryan's no, I don't Ohio. know who Tim Ryan is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we understand. <laughs> I think we could all come to this together as a table in unity and say that Beto O'Rourke has been the, most, the biggest disaster of this campaign. Can we not? Yes. Can we all agree on that? Yes. I, I could make, disaster, I, gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, a personal, right. for him. Like, yeah. this has oh, worked out worse yeah. for Beto okay. than anyone. Yes, no, like, this was a superstar Absolutely. a couple yeah. months ago. I mean, he came into this uh, yeah. on top of the world. Record he, number of donations. Yeah, and right. now he's continually embarrassing himself at a furious pace. Um, I, you could make an argument, though, the top three or four worst, I think Gillibrand is, is up there for, this is, was the worst for her. Tim Ryan is, though, too, 
Because Ryan came into this as one of the only moderates, right? He was a guy who was supposedly a guy, no one thought he was going to win this election, but was thought of for higher things in the future. He came in, he, I don't know that he ever got over 1% in a poll. I think it was zero or one in every single poll. And when he was in the debates, he performed terribly. He was the guy that got schooled. Was it by Gabbard? It was somebody, he got schooled in one of those debates in a really, in a really dramatic way. And, I mean, it did not work. I mean, this was, no, a, this was a flop. And this is the type of thing now, like, what is, what is party support him running for governor right now? Would they support him running know. for senator now? I, I think the answer to that is probably no. I mean, they saw that performance. He said he got into the race uh, to be a voice for the forgotten. Uh, good job. So ironic. <laughs> good job. Um, good job. Before we move on to the poll, we want to take a second to remember oh. Tim Ryan. Oh, no. Let's watch. It's a good run for him, though, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you better be crying and not and not laughing. Why am I smelling lilies all of a sudden? <laughs> I feel like I'm at a funeral home. What, what yeah. just happened here? Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll should be... Yes, I'm just drinking a Dr. Pepper while we're on air. Should big tech be broken up or will the free market offer better alternatives? Mm. 59% said better alternatives. 41% said break up big tech. That is still wow, too that's high. Way, high. way wow, too high. I would, have, I would have actually predicted the opposite. I really? Think, really? People hate big tech companies. Although the words free market right, are... But, are, pe- yeah, but people should hate... Well, yeah, but people audience. should hate the government more than big tech, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I certainly agree with you on that. I'm, you know, it, it doesn't seem, though, that the, the, the current of the country right now... I mean, you see everybody from, you know... People on the right, all the way to Elizabeth Warren, calling for yeah. this. Like it seems like a lot of people are. That's on why the it was. Side. That's why it was fascinating to watch uh, Zuckerberg uh, testify in Congress, right? Because he's the guy that we hate mm. uh, yeah. for big tech, and you know they leave him looking good. So yeah, I can yeah. say I'm not. I'm not binary on this. I, I think there's a third way here, and it's not. And it should be the third way, especially when it comes to the government side of things. We fix our government. We don't replace it. We fix it. And that makes sense to me that there's got to be space in here to be able to fix this project. If not, then abandon it. But, I mean, there's got to be a way for this to be fixed. Again, I don't think that Zuckerberg or anybody else, maybe they are, are just sitting there as, with their henchmen saying, hey, how are we going to hurt the conservatives today? I just don't think they actually know what one is. Yeah, no. Start if they would actually start to look like us, then yeah. maybe we could get... That's why AOC's comments yesterday about having dinner with the high and mighty conservatives just made me laugh. Right, right. I'm sure that that's happening. Uh, today's poll, are you proud of your country? I feel like this is a troll to me because I, whatever percentage says no, I'm going to have some words for. All right. That's all I have really? to say. Yes. Are you are, are you proud, proud of, of your country? I'm adding, are you proud of the country that has a patriarchy that's going to stop some yeah. poor young boy from transitioning to a girl? Yes. You know what? Yes, I am. I am proud of that country. I'm proud yes. of a country that lynched thousands of people. Wow, there you go. There you go. Uh, so that's, that is how uh, the left would look at that question. I would probably stand up next to you. Oh, God. Defend her still. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank really? you. Oh, 
Oh, because, no doubt. Oh, I love this land. Oh, good. God bless the USA. Thank you for that. Did you just yeah. you just came up with that on lead. your own? Oh, just came to me. Oh, uh, well, let us know. Are you proud of your country? Don't let me down on this one. All right. Go to the Blazes Twitter, gentlemen. Thank you for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Not a chance I vote yes. Was Lee Greenwood in the Ernest movie? How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a fireworks display. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.